Greetings, students, and welcome to another fun-filled day here at Horror in the Halls. <laughs> What's up, kids, and welcome to Horror in the Halls. I'm Bob, a.k.a. Mr. Holland. And I'm Jenny, a.k.a. Mrs. Hill. And we're just two high school teachers educating the masses on the spooky stuff we love. And this July, we're going to summer camp. Join us as we camp until we die in 1988 Sleepaway Camp to Unhappy Campers. It's a lot of camp. Camp. Camp, camp, camp. Camp at a camp camp. I would have never went to camp. They would I did go to a camp, camp one time Ooh. in um, like middle school. I think I went to a camp. I think it was, what was it called? Camp Earl Wallace, I think. Okay. And, yeah. I went to camp. I was like, yeah, dude, I'm so cool. Look at me. Camp. Camp at a camp camp. I always liked the idea of camp. And I think my mom knew that I was not cut out for the camping life. So she never sent me. And now yeah. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I would have got there and been miserable. It was fun. I had a good time. I remember um, it was like a like an outdoorsy kind of camp. So there was like archery and teaching you how to drive a boat, uh, swimming, stuff like that. It was, it was a good time. I, I enjoyed it. Nothing like, you know, camp rolling hills. There was no fornicating no. and murder because I was like in sixth grade. <laughs> but still, there were like shotgunning sodas and stuff. I remember that. There was a ping pong table oh with like gosh. this crazy nail at the bottom of it. And everybody was like, seeing if they could shotgun Cokes. I win. I was a champ. I was a shotgun champ in sixth grade. Oh Helped gosh. me a lot in my lucrative college years. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me, y'all. All right. So let's get into this fun, ridiculously campy movie. So Sleepaway Camp 2. Full title, Unhappy Campers, released 1988, August 26th to be exact, so it's a pretty good time to come out. Runtime of 80 minutes exactly, which is hilarious, because that's like the required time to be considered a movie. Essentially, they had to add a section of this film just to make 80 minutes. Which is hilarious. Yeah, like that whole dream sequence she has that is like five minutes long, six minutes long was like, like like all B-reel that they threw in there just to make this movie long enough. It's ridiculous. Uh, directed by Michael A. Simpson. He's a director and a producer. He hasn't really done a whole lot. Um, he directed Funland right before this, and then he did Sleepaway Camp 2 and 3 because they were filmed back-to-back. Uh, it was re- it's, it's credited as being written by Fritz Gordon, but really that is just a pseudonym for the producer, Michael Hitchcock. He's also the other male counselor in this movie. He did a couple other things, but I don't know why he didn't get right as himself. I don't understand that. Of course, based on characters from the first one by Robert Hiltzik. Cinematography is Bill Mills. His noble works. I just typed in meh because he's done almost nothing. And you can tell (laughs) from this movie, it is terrible. Yeah. Uh, special effects, stick cross. These weren't bad. The kills look pretty solid on some respects. The blood looks good. So it wasn't like cheesy, which I'll give him props on that. 
it's got a 55 on Rotten Tomatoes and a 46 audience score, which is wow. pretty weird. The critics thought this was better than the horror fans did. Um, 2.8 on Letterboxd. That is shocking, actually. I know, right? I know. I was like, uh, okay, okay, Rotten Tomatoes, I see. I mean, it makes sense, I guess. It is every sequel after took a totally different direction. And if you're a fan of the first one, a lot of people don't like this one or they kind of critique it because it's not the same. It's I think it's great. It's the opposite of the first one. I was oh, like, oh 100%. my gosh, this one took a hard left turn. Like it was like, it's good. <laughs> We're going stretching. <laughs> I'm not like, even oh sure gosh. if it was a left turn. It was like a full donut and they went some random direction. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is nothing like the first one. It was so funny. Mm-hmm. The only thing similar was a lady killing people at camp. That's, that's it. <laughs> right. That's it. So, of course, the plot. This is a good one. Angela Baker escapes from a mental hospital and surfaces at a summer camp as a counselor who lectures her teenage charges on proper moral behavior. Those yeah. teens who break her strict rules from the camp chatterbox or a sex-obsessed girl to the boys or, who are peeping toms are murdered by the imposter in various gruesome ways. As more campers go missing, intrepid counselor Molly begins to piece together the truth. And now that I'm reading this, like I copied this from, I don't even remember where now. Molly was not a counselor. She was a camper. They had their plot Okay, long. so probably, yeah, that's funny. But like, why did all the campers look like counselors? That's I kept saying, why all these kids look old? <laughs> like, I know, it's a weird camp. And half of them, oh. surprisingly, were not actually adults. But the majority of them were, which is kind of funny. There's so many fun facts about this movie. It's, it's ridiculous. So let's jump to the cast real quick, and then we'll get on to the, the good stuff. So, of course, we got Pamela Springsteen as Angela Johnson slash Angela Baker. Uh, in case you didn't recognize that name, she is the boss's sister, which is hilarious because no one on set knew that. She's been in like That's almost crazy. nothing. I guess she's like, whatever, my brother's Bruce Springsteen. I do what I want. We got Renee Estevez as Molly. She's the sort of final girl for this film she is like related to emilio and charlie sheen you know her dad is martin sheen which is pretty awesome we got tony higgins higgins is sean uh valerie hartman is ali brian patrick clark is tc walter gotel as uncle john susan marie snyder as mayor terry hobbs is rob kendall dean is demi Julie Murphy as Leah. We got Carol Chambers as Brooke Schote. Amy Fields as Jody Schote, where they call them the shit sisters. Uh, Benji Willihote as Anthony. We got Walter Franks III as Judd. Justin Noel as Charlie. Heather Binion as Phoebe. Jason Elric as Emilio. Carol Martin Vines as Diane. And then there's some random people of a girl sent home and the lady in the truck. So Trisha Grant and Jill Jane Clements round out the cast. If any of those names sound kind of weird and familiar, it's because they're all named after the Brat Pack, which is hilarious. Uh, I didn't even notice that. Not hard. Uncle John is uh, John Hughes. TC's initials are for Tom Cruise. You got Ali Larder. You got Molly Ringwald. Demi Moore. uh, Brooke Shields. You got Judd Nelson, 
Charlie Sheen, Emilio Estevez, Diane Keaton. It's all these like Phoebe Cates, all these big actors from the eighties that were like teenagers that the person mm-hmm. liked. They're all from John Hughes films, essentially. That's all yeah. the characters in this. Which is another fun fact is that Renee Estevez, two of these characters are named after her brothers, which is pretty funny. It is funny. Like they were peeping toms and they're named after yeah. her brothers. <laughs> it's funny. Peeping toms. Yeah, they're the ones taking, taking oh, photos of the windows. Oh no, it's so funny. So yeah, this movie is uh wow. This movie it's is different. something else. It's something else. It uh <laughs> it's great. It's so bad, it's good. It really it really is. You know, it's um one of those movies that you're just like most horror sequels are terrible. It's like they go it's either this really when you look at horror movies there's one or two things either the sequel is a continuation of the first one and it's not too bad sometimes rarely the movie does well and they get a bigger budget so you can even see some increase in like effects and things like that for the second one better story or they go like this one and it's just completely ridiculous they're just trying to to cash in on the name sleepaway camp which is what they were doing and went wild with it yeah it was so ridiculous that felissa rose was asked to return and she was like she read the thing and was like yeah i don't like this comedic take i'm going to college and then decided she wasn't going to do it so they couldn't even get the main you know actress after that because of the movie and it's just kind of ridiculous i think i think the um the main character did a good job anyway i mean oh she was awesome it's funny. I thought it was I laughed. good. I la- I laughed a lot to this whole movie. So, and I have a titty tally for this one, and it was what mainly that? one person, <laughs> but there was a couple in there. But I said I had a titty titty tally of six, but one of them was a wet t shirt, and I said that counts. So, well, yeah, I mean that was a real wet t shirt. I mean, I'm not right. <laughs> I was like, you can see your all your boobs to that. And then she tried to like flex, which she came out of the water. She, Allie was about that life. All right. Heifer. I know, right? Uh, I was like, man, she should. I, I, I thoroughly agreed with Angela. She should have died first. <laughs> I was like, yeah. damn it. <laughs> oh, that was yeah, good. She sucked. The beginning, though, I. I I kept trying to remember which Friday the 13th it reminded me of. I couldn't remember if it was the second or the third one. I want to say it was the second one because remember when they're like sitting outside and they're having the little bonfire and they're telling scary stories, but they're telling the story of the, the camp. Yeah. Like the, I was like, I was totally the same type of, set up so i was like that's pretty cool they did that so they they did like a couple things in it that i was like this is so ridiculous but it it worked because it made the movie funny to me so yeah i think it's the second friday 13th though because i believe i think it was because they're talking about the first camp yeah so anyways oh that was funny this movie (laughs) is just ridiculous I know. I saw that's what me and Aaron were laughing. Like, yeah, there's going to be a titty tally, but it's pretty much all Allie. Yeah, most of it. Mall or Mayor is in there a bit. Yeah, Mayor's in there twice, I think, right? If you yeah. include the photos. 
which funny fun one of those little fun facts is the boys are always shown outside the windows taking photos and all those photos were just taken straight in front of the people that's funny if you pay the other like, oh look at my boobs like those photos are not taken from a weird window no not a polaroid either it's like that, that would have been so grainy <laughs> I know, right? Through the screen. Oh, um, love it. There's so many things in this one that are like uh, errors. Like apparently the camera they use wouldn't have looked like those Polaroids. And there's all kinds of things that just don't make any sense. Like um, like obvious errors. People breathing, things like that. Different death scenes, different times. The bodies are arranged the wrong way, like with different deaths that would actually happen to them. There's bodies in there that we've not even seen killed on screen at the end. So there's a lot of things in this movie that are just kind of ridiculous, but at the end of the day, it's really fun. It is fun. It's, it's like one of those movies where it's like, you don't know what to watch. And if you're just looking for like something just to, you know, have fun with it's, it's one of those movies. Yeah. It's a good summer. Like just watch. I mean, the first one is like the quintessential summer camp movie other than, uh friday 13th right mm-hmm. this one is not that but if you're just bored <laughs> <It's not. laughs> and you want to watch a movie this is a good one uh <laughs> and it was funny because there's so many scenes in this movie that are just ridiculous there's some great one-liners um oh my gosh yes i have so many listed some of the weird there's a funny thing apparently like i said earlier half this not half this cast but a big number of this cast were actually technically underage they were 16 or 17 like the characters of charlie mm-hmm. and amelia were 16 and 17 um i believe rob the character of rob the one Ali had sex with was actually 17 he was not 18 yet and there was like in an interview michael a simpson basically had said that uh the georgia department of labor had reps on set the entire time to make sure those actors were not involved in anything that was uh, any nude scenes or had any dialogue with profanity at all Oh, interesting. Yeah, so apparently, like, uh, in that scene where she comes out of the water, where Emilio says, uh, or Charlie says, hey, Emilio, party hats at 2 o'clock. He was supposed to say, look, at check out those nips. But the Department of Labor was like, he can't say that. He's a minor. <laughs> Which oh, is ridiculous. Whatever. I know, right? Like, he probably thought, oh, yeah, that's what uh, exactly what I would have said. Yeah, party hats, 2 o'clock. Her, her. Uh, <laughs> and like the scene where Allie is and Rob are having sex in the forest, he was actually 17. So that's a body double. He didn't oh, get to wow, lay under so her as she just looked sad. Like she was in pain the whole time. Like whoever was in charge of the sexual scenes in this movie, I'm, I think they were a virgin because these poor people look like they were dying. Like, like the bathroom scene and she's yeah. being like drug across the floor. Yeah. All you see is their, feet, their legs. I'm like, what is happening? I thought she was getting murdered. I'm like, why is she dragging her body? And then like, <laughs> when you said Johnny said he was giving her raspberries, I thought I was going to die. Because <laughs> I go, what the hell is happening right now? And uh, he was, yeah. uh, he goes, he's giving her raspberries on her tummy, I guess. So I was like, yeah. oh my God. So, so if you guys have not seen this movie, <laughs> there's a scene in the bathroom <laughs> where this couple's like, make, I guess making out, I don't know. And the the camera guy, um, what was his name? Bill Mills here. He loves these low, like knee down shots and they're terrible. But in this one, they're like <laughs> trying to get to a stall, I guess. 
Yeah. And he's literally dragging her like a dead body. Her legs are together and he's just, just dragging her. And then it cuts to the scene where I guess he's supposed to be like going down on her, I guess. And she's making this horrible face and he's about at her waistline i guess belly button yeah, area he's covering up her belly button and i was yeah. like he ain't down far enough what's happening yeah. i don't understand and he was like giving her ass face and she's like weirdly moaning and he's like grumbling like cookie monster it is weird as hell and a terrible it is really weird it's a terrible idea it's like you've never seen this before ever 1988 come on man what are you doing <laughs> oh my gosh it was so funny I just the whole time I'm like, what the hell is going on? It, it was really, really ridiculous. And then she was like really frustrated after that because it because Angela came and knocked on the the, the door to the bathroom. Why is this locked? Oh, cramps. Yeah, well, I don't want anybody. There's some stranger to come in. Like whatever mm. or whatever she says. I'm about to kill her or something. And I was like, I mean, she's not wrong. Yeah, it's true. She was coming to kill you. <laughs> probably she really was yeah you were coming to get murdered but whatever yeah it was ridiculous um god so ridiculous there's so many ridiculous things in this movie i will say though the deaths are not terrible they look pretty good so let's jump into the roll call of death real quick because i actually i enjoyed some of the deaths especially the the funny ones in the middle so we start off the off the bat on the story talking smack and then she bashes her in the brain with a log a big log, actually. And uh, so she gets hit in the head. It says branch, but and then she cuts her damn tongue <laughs> out. Branch. Oh, my gosh. I know. Ooh. And just lays it on her. She's like, ha, ha, ha. I'm like, you okay? Crazy. Uh, and then the next one, this is another, another underage person. The, both the Shout sisters who are like portrayed as like the drunken high girls the whole time. She burns them to death, which is crazy. But in the scene where the one is... Um, making out with the boy and the other one's asleep the one that's asleep is, is underage so she had to be yeah. like pretend to be asleep i'm like you're laying right there this is weird that's why she couldn't also be making out with another boy at the camp because you know these are the loose sisters everyone wants to date in high school they've had some friends they were they seemed a lot worse than Allie, but they died early but yeah that's a crazy way to die like the one that wakes up by getting alcohol poured on her and her sister's already like a skeleton I know, right? Like a really thoroughly charred skeleton. Yeah. Like, how long have you been asleep, Doc? Like, that's a long time. Like, the one was a minor was like, I was passed out for days. For <laughs> days. My sister's a charred skeleton. Ridiculous. And then Mayor gets killed next with a power drill, which is great. Because that scene is just so dumb when she's like, we're going to camp out tonight. Just apologize. And Mayor's like, no, I'd rather die. And she's like, okay. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> That's that's the uh, that's the quote I wrote down because I thought it was hilarious because she was like, what are you looking for a gun? And she said, no, a drill, like all happy. Yeah. I was like, oh, God, you're crazy. I know. And she threw that paddle bit. Oh, I would have just bored holes in her face. Crazy. I know. Then the next this is the, my, my favorite one, though, because this the scenes are ridiculous. So. I'm gonna get a little preface on this before I get into it. Cause at the very, on this box, there is a random lady with a backpack that has a Jason mask, a Freddy glove and a chainsaw sticking out of it. And you're like, what the hell? And then they use like the Walmart 
a novelty crappy white Jason mask, a random glove with claws in it, and like a hedge trimming chainsaw. Little bitty thing. So of course this is nineteen eighty eight. Those movies were popular. There's a scene where the kids are trying to scare Angela dressed as Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees. Pretty solid. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Freddy was funny. He has, I guess, toilet paper tucked to his face or something. He looks all burnt up. He, he made a Freddy glove with actual knives in it. The kids got a machete, but he keeps talking like, you're going to break my machete. So I, think, I don't think his is real, maybe. I'm not sure. So those are the next two deaths. They're great. Like, apparently, the kid is, like, the only person to ever cut himself with a Freddy glove because she slits his throat with his own glove, which is pretty funny. But just one slit, and there's, like, four blades. I know, right? And then we get Leatherface because she cuts that kid's face off and wears it to kill his buddy in the Jason mask, which is great. It's, like, my favorite. Oh, no. Because like he basically cuts him in the cuts him in the leg and then cuts his whole face off like just cuts him up with a chainsaw. It's great, but this is where you get like three major slashers in one movie. Like until Scream, I don't think there's any other movie that like kind of like openly showed or talked about other slashers in the film. Yeah, it was all in one scene. Yeah, all in one. Like I'm pretty sure. Let's see. Yeah, it's like two minutes of footage, and it's three big slashers all at one time. And I think it's funny. I'm not sure if it was on purpose. Her leather face, to me, looks a little bit like Michael Myers, too. Like, they're all just right there. Like, that face she has on looks like they cut a Michael Myers mask out and put on her face and put blood on it, which would be funny if they did that. I couldn't find if that was a thing or not, but it looks like it. I was going to say, I'd have to go back and and see that scene to to know, because... I didn't I didn't pay attention to that. I was just more like that that scene, that whole thing was like funny to me. I was like, oh my gosh. They're all planning it in like, like first off, you're at camp and I, these counselors were not very good. But this kid is legitimately at a table taping knives to a glove. And everybody's just like, Oh, that's fine. <laughs> Arts and crafts. Where are the adults at this camp? They were all standing there with their little box of like random crap for the so yeah. they could fill it. Oh, there's teenage brains in there. That scene that made no sense, and they're just shoving kids through a door. I'm like, what the fudge are y'all doing? Then this kid's like, her, 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 her. Stupid. Let me tape all these kitchen knives to this freaking glove, like every other kid in the 80s. Oh, God. Ridiculous. Okay. They get murdered with their own weapons, essentially. Oh, man. Then we cut to Allie finally getting hers right she finally hunts her down she's being all sassy her death scene is ridiculous because she stabs her in the spine and then shoves her in a hole in an outhouse yeah repeatedly she got leeches like stuck to her face and stuff what's down there what's down there leeches like you what else is down there? She's like, dude, like you, like your mouth. And just shoves her in there. And then she like drowns in an outhouse. And the sounds are hilarious. Like the audio engineer on this one, it's like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it sounds like a fish oh, no, tank. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's so bad. But, but I loved it. I was I like, know. man, this, it was great. That hers is my favorite because it was the most ridiculous and like it's completely her, her line. Nonsense. 
Yeah, and her line was like, I should have killed you first, or you should have died first, yes. or something. I was like, Yes, she should have. She's the worst. Yeah, let's see. I got, I got written down here. It's like, Yeah, get in the toilet. She said, What's down there? Answer me. And she says, Shit, that's right. One of your favorite words. You might have borrow it for a moment. You've been a shitty friend and a shitty camper. What else is down there? And she says, Piss. You've pissed away your good looks and God-given talent your whole life and turned into nothing but a cynical, dirty mouth waste of flesh. What? And she says, what else is down there? Ellie says, I don't know. Angela says, well then, I guess you're going to have to climb in and find out. And she says, leeches, Allie. For a leech like you, you should have oh been the gosh. first to go. <laughs> yeah, you should have been the first to go. That's right. That's crazy. That whole That whole interaction is ridiculous. And she kills her in, like you said, the craziest way ever. My favorite, though, is every time you see her dead body after this, like the leeches are still on her. Like they would just be there forever. <laughs> like they're just like, hey, we're not actual creatures. We're just <laughs> yeah. <in your> face. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Her whole face is full of them. It's great. Oh, no. Just eyes open and stuff. It's ridiculous. Um, next death, we have Demi, who gets strangled to death with a guitar string. Demi would have been okay if she wasn't all meddlesome for real. Like she took the yeah, stupid gear out. I called this person and I called this person and I called that person. And Angel's and their like, mom said they're still here. And that's weird. Cause they're not. And blah, blah, blah. And she just kept going. And, and that was so funny. Angel's like walking around the cabin, trying to find stuff to kill her with. And mm-hmm. was like, this ain't going to work. You could just tell in her brain. She was like, yep, this is not going to work. This isn't going to work. She gets groat essentially. Cause she, does not choke her. She cuts into her throat with a guitar string like she's in the mafia, which is crazy. Leah gets stabbed a bunch of times because she's a big tattletale. Yeah. Like, I looked in this, you're Leah. Gonna, yeah, you're going to tell. You're going to tell. <laughs> I was like, she's so creepy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. And then it cuts to like the ridiculous scene where she's like, making food in her crazy cabin with all the dead bodies that don't match up because she's now caught molly and sean yeah tc shows up she's like have a drink it's like battery acid and then she's good like laughing i knew your battery would come in handy for something what she's a crazy person because before this she talked about how she was cured (laughs) i know she's like I I did this and this and this. I'm cured. And and they're like, no, <laughs> no. You've you've posed all of these dead bodies and in this just, cabin, and you're you just chilling, melting a dude's face with battery acid. Right. Then of course she cut Sean's head completely off. One swing, like a champ, just rolls and puts him in the TV, which was to me my favorite kill. One, she's like, oh look, Sean's on TV, and his head's just in that broken TV. It was great. Uh, <laughs> terrible molly was so upset yes she was she loved him uh, uh next death is matt you don't see how he's killed though she just drags him to the cabin she's like just dragging his body and oh we get yeah charlie and emilio they're also they're like taped to a window or ro- uh, tied to a window with a bunch of like stab wounds and other things happen to them their eyes are gouged out i think you don't even know how she killed them just murdered poor uncle john has his hand chopped off and is also stabbed to death. Rob is gagged and hanged in the same room. She stabs Diane straight in the gut. The truck driver, who's annoying and won't shut up, she stabs her a bunch of times, a hillbilly lady. And then Molly's, I guess, the final girl. I think in the third one, they comment. She talks about her in the past tense. 
I don't know if Molly got away or if she killed her. More than likely, she probably killed her. But that is who dies on screen. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, six, seventeen, eighteen on screen deaths in this movie, which is pretty crazy. Pretty a fun. Lot. A lot of ridiculous deaths. We have a decapitation, a drowning in ugh, an outhouse, which is so gross. I know, um, right? With leeches. Oh, I know, right? It reminds me of something no. disgusting my brother was telling me yesterday. So, um, <laughs> my buddy Vinny is playing The Gathering of Juggalos this year. He's all excited about it. But Billy was saying he was watching a video, and there were people at the cr- in the crowd with a water balloon slingshot, and they were shooting water balloons at people filled with porta potty water. Oh, no, absolutely not. So, I told him I would find the biggest stick I could find. And beat those people to death. If you shot me with porta potty <laughs> water, I'm going to jail for sure. That's freaking gross. I know, right? And that just reminded me of it, made me laugh. Um, yeah, sorry, that was a totally off off point. But back to the movie. I'm, I know. I, I'm like, uh, what? I know, right? It just <laughs> yeah. brought, you said that right there, and I was like, this is ridiculous. So yeah, that's film, really bad. Great movie. If you like cheesy camp, like not only is it in a camp, it is the, one of the campiest films of the eighties. It's just ridiculous. Um, and, but complete but, opposite of the first one, hundred percent, just completely, complete departure. The only thing similar is there's a, a girl at a summer camp killing people in random ways. Um, there are some funny things that I appreciated. Like, there's one like essentially when you look at when Molly and Sean are trying to kiss and Angela's she's playing Kumbaya, but she keeps stopping. It's because she doesn't have a, a top guitar string on her guitar, which I think is pretty funny. But that's like, and I did like not a, notice that. That's funny that you mentioned yeah. that to me yesterday. I was like, that's hilarious. Because she plays. And then when she gets to a certain chord, she stops and then she goes back and I'm like, why is she doing that? And I was like, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> when I looked up, which is pretty funny. <laughs> Um, so yeah. I really liked the end with with her drive. It's like Molly thinks she's like finally got away and she's like getting out or whatever. And here comes the truck, and it's Angela with the cowboy hat on that of the lady she just killed. And she drives up and she's like, "Howdy, partner!" And I was like, "And it ends." I was like, "What?" Yes, <laughs> like that's so stupid. And as soon as I said, is that really the end? And Johnny's just laughing. I was like, oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. That was good. That was good. It really was. It really was. I enjoyed it. Um, I had fun watching it. So yeah, I laughed. I mean, it's one of those movies you just kind of chuckle at. You can't take serious. It's definitely not a serious movie. Um, No, it's not. If anyone thinks otherwise, (laughs) uh, we maybe watch something totally different. I don't know. Um, Uh, There's nothing serious about that movie. No, no, no. It's a good movie. It's um, it's campy as hell, but it, it's definitely worth wa- watching. If you love the first one and you're going to be offended if they from a departure, don't watch it. But if you just want to watch something fun, get into it. So on that note, you want to jump into the rubric? Yep. All right, let's get it. All right, so the literary element, script, story development, dialogue, <laughs> and character development. 
That's rural law in my in my book, sir. Oh, dude, hundred percent. The script <laughs> is like a three, probably. The story, there is no story. You're just at a camp, right? It it goes no. from we're at a camp. That's the whole story, and then everyone just dies randomly. Yeah. And they try to throw it's in not. little weird elements of camp, like oh, we're at the, the table. Oh, we're the doing writing it. was not even it. It wasn't. It wasn't really there. So I was like, no. eh. Some of the dialogue is okay. Like I think it's funny. Um, some oh, of yeah, her the like, funny. And stuff. But then some of it's like when she's like, "I'll call you," and TC's like, "I don't even have a phone." Like it's just like oh, random that was funny. stuff. You know? She's like, she's smiling. I'm like, "You're such an asshole." Yeah. Because all she does the whole time is she knows what she's doing and she's just happy about it. She's yeah. so crazy. Because like, she's nuts. She's like, I had a lot of recommendations from like my pastor and my doctor. I even had an operation. I'm like, you're nuts. <laughs> she's like, I'm cured. That's so good. In a room full like, of dead bodies. Uh, so what are you thinking? I think the dialogue help keeps it being above like a one to four. I mean, I can right. give it a five if that's what you want to give it. <laughs> I mean, we can go. We have a range now. We go one to four, five to nine. Um. I don't know. I was thinking the dialogue <laughs> is kind of funny. There is no story development, though. I got to be honest with that. And the script is pretty terrible. I think it's a five for the dialogue. Okay. I'm sorry. I can't. I no, can't you're fine. No. I, thought, I thought it was funny. And I liked the one-liners. But that's really all it is. It's a movie full of one-liners. I know. It's like an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. One-liners. Or like a Thanksgiving movie. Yeah. I'm thinking <laughs> about like all of Arnold's big action movies are like one-liners and then someone dies. So it's like kind of what this movie is one-liners and then death. Yeah. All right. So the effects design element, so visual effects elements that connect to the narrative set design, overall character design, gore and practical versus digital effects. Some of the kills are good in this. Like the blood doesn't look cheesy and red. It looked pretty good. Um, Mm -hmm. The set is just, it's a camp. It's its an actual camp. It's like no real set. There was no design there. You're just there. Um, yeah. Character design's boring. They're all wearing the same shirt the entire time. Angela puts yeah, a hat on. Yeah, sweatshirt in the middle of the summer. Yeah, some of them. Some of them are just wearing t-shirts. Oh, that's right. I was Baby like, blue t-shirts. Oh, Which looks so good because it shows the blood well, I guess. But that's yeah. about it. Um, Yeah. No. I mean... I do like some of the deaths. I think they look good. Um, the decapitation did not look terrible. I really liked the burnt body. looked pretty cool. Um, the scene at the end with the person in the sleeping bag with like no face. Like the kid that cut his face off looked pretty good. Okay. Yeah. wise. I like that. Um, the burn on TC looked really good too. So I think effects, I could probably give it like a 12. Maybe okay. I, I thought it was pretty good. Like the effects were great. Um, Set designs, I mean, I guess they technically connect to the narrative. You're at a summer camp. I mean, yeah, you're at a camp. Good job. You found a camp. Character designs were kind of boring. Everybody was just a bit, whatever. But it's, again, you're at a summer camp, so you really don't have a lot to go with. There are no digital effects in this. It's all practical, which is, I give them props for that. So, like I said, 12, 13, what do you think? 12's good. I can't go higher, though, because, like I said, it's just not, it's whatever. Some of them are cheesy. And it's just like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. This one's got her by feelings. The visual technical element. So the overall <laughs> aesthetic of the film is pleasing to the eye. Lighting, creative camera shots, and movement and lens selection. This is garbage. Like, if I was... Yeah. 
I would watch this and say, you're fired. The low shots he tried to recreate from other horror movies of the time period, it's like shaky cam low shots. They're horrid, and they make no yeah, sense. Yeah, they were. One of them made Aaron like feel kind of sick. She was like, that hurt my stomach a little bit. The way it was moving, like it just gave her like a little bit of nausea because it was a bad shot. And that shit, that shit in the bathroom made no sense at all. Like, why are you dragging this woman to the stall like you're about to rape her? Why are her feet together? It just was not good. None of the no, shots are creative. There's not a single fun. The only shot I thought was funny, and it's really not even a shot because it's just a stationary camera, is the kid's head in the TV. The rest of it is just bleh. Yeah, it wasn't anything to brag yeah. about. I mean, the ending shot with the truck and the lights, that was pretty cool. Um, other than that, it's a whole bunch of meh, in my opinion. I'm thinking like, I don't know, like a four, five, six, something like that. That's where I'm at too. I don't think it was anything. No, kind of, like I could have, I could have done it. Oh, storming in Kentucky, y'all! Did, did you yeah. hear that? It loud. Yeah, it registered on the little audio meter. Storming in Kentucky. Oh, oh, dang! Yeah. Sorry, yeah. guys. <laughs> Starman. So it was a dark and stormy night. <laughs> Camp Rolling Hills. <laughs> um. No, they're hor- yes. I could have shot this on my phone and probably looked better than some of these shots. Right. Now, granted, it was in the eighties, but we have some pretty good things shot in the eighties. Yeah, some we do. Good, like there's some of the Friday Thirteenths are great. All the nightmares are great. The first one has that, some good shots. You the could nightmare done. on Elm Street movies were freaking awesome when that yeah. with camera shots. So I. Yeah, some of them are good. The The scenes with the kid's looking for his glove and he's crawling around, they're just not great. There's a couple of nighttime shots like in the woods that are that are okay. Um, nothing to write home about, though. I'm thinking like, I don't know, like maybe a six. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Now that we've added this range, it gives me a lot more leeway to like be harsher than I really have been in the past. I like it. Because like I said, there's a couple okays, but the low shots are terrible. Like it made physically made Aaron feel like she was going to vomit on one time because the camera is just like shaking. It's ridiculous. All right. Man, this one's going to be bad too. The sound element. The sound represents the overall tone of the film. (laughs) The soundtrack as well as the score keeps the audience engaged with the setting, characters, location, and narrative of the piece. It's not good. There's nothing there. Like, I, I don't even remember if there was a score. I was like, it was just sound effects that were poorly done yes <laughs> I, don't, I don't know like when they kill it's Allie, really low it sounds like a freaking fish tank it's like bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> it's terrible um the only thing i like is angela's ridiculous song the happy yeah, the kumbaya song. no the oh, happy, the happy campers, campers that was funny yeah because it's it actually written like- by the, the the writer michael hitchcock and it's oh i'm a happy camper i love the summer sun i love the trees and forest I'll, I'm always having fun. Oh, I'm a happy camper. I love the clear blue sky. And by and with the grace of God, I'll camp until I die. A little foreshadowing because you all are going to die. Yeah, and she's like really smiling hard she when she pumped. sings that. I'm like, she knew I'm going to kill you all. Yeah. But to the rubric, this is lowest of the low. This is trash. Like you said, I don't think there is a score. I don't hear there there's some it. sound. In there, I mean, there was, let's see, uh, James Oliverio was, did that, and he's like a, that dude's done like the Olympics and stuff. So I'm like, what in the world were you doing? 
when he or not he so they they chose one song to start the movie with and end the movie with i'm pretty sure and i can't even remember what the song was but it was like opening credits and end credits and then but the the move movie the only thing that stuck out to me was the little happy camper song and her singing kumbaya that's well, she it. did twice she that, was but that's all I remember, and that's all that I can think of. So let's see what uh, IMDb says. We do have it does have a soundtrack, and I don't remember I don't really half these songs. I don't either. Let's see here. We got "Straight Between the Eyes" is a song from Metal Blade Records. So it does have that metal song at the beginning. I think that's the one they started and ended with. It's Anvil. Okay. Then there's an instant club hit by the Dead Milkman, which I don't remember hearing that either. I know that song. It might have been when they're playing on the radio. And the, I think the Panty Raid has a song. And the Josh oh, yeah. has a song. I'm sorry. I was real distracted on that scene because all I could think of was him yell- yelling, Panty Raid. And I was like, <laughs> stupid. Yeah. There are some music, but it's not used very well. No. At all. Um. Yeah. No. And this was super low for me. People might be mad, but this is again like a four. Yeah. Only for I the agree. Happy Camber song. So I guys, liked her singing Kumbaya. I thought that was funny. Yeah, it was funny. Let me do some quick but math. Yeah, here. it's not four. Four, four is good. Because <laughs> my notes were nothing to write home about. That was it. I was like, yeah, no. Yeah, this movie scored a twenty-seven. Yeah, this is this I'm might sorry, be the lowest funny. movie we've ever done. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's good. So it's no. whatever. It is definitely worth watching. You probably want to watch two and three back to back because they were filmed back to back. I know. I need to watch the third one. Maybe I'll do that today. It yeah. sounds like I'm not going to be able to do much anyway. It's starting. No. No. I plan on cutting my grass today. Psych. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, guys, it's a fun watch. It's not, but like, here's the thing. If you like horror movies, you watch a lot of them that you know are bad, but you watch them because they're bad, right? This is a yeah. terrible movie, technically, but it's fun. The kills are funny. Angela's character, like Pamela Springsteen, does a really good job of just being quirky and creepy. And she, you believe that she is crazy because she's so excited to be here. She's like camper or counselor of the week and she's jazzed and uh, she's just the most pumped to be at camp. And how dare you not have high morals and, uh, you know, show your boobs to people because nice girls don't have to show it off. It's great. (laughs) Another thing too that reminded me of this one is that the lady on the box is not her because they could not. uh, She was busy that day. It's ridiculous. Oh my gosh, that is so ridiculous. And her completely posed backpack with the claw hanging out and the chainsaw on the mask because, you know, let's camp in on all the big ones. So yeah, guys, there's our take on Sleepaway Camp 2 Unhappy Campers. So yeah, I hope you uh, <laughs> hope you liked it. <laughs> I mean, it was a fun experience. It was. So. I'd watch it again. I mean, it's probably the third time I've seen it. It's, it's classic 80s, just ridiculousness um but it's worth watching so check it out guys 27 but don't let our score ruin it for you <laughs> sorry this so is sh- playing right now of 
her shoving Allie in the toilet and it just makes me laugh. Yeah. Oh my God. This low shots of her boots walking in the woods are terrible. Let me get off this before I get sick. Oh, it shows it a lot. It does show it does it three or four lot. times. So yeah. Yeah. So if you disagree, no. So oh well, it's your opinion. This is my opinion. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, <laughs> you want to tell them where to find us, Jay? Yes. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Horror in the Halls. We're almost to a thousand people on um, uh, Instagram. So there's that. Yeah, uh, you can also follow Jenny underscore Dreffels on Instagram. You can email us at Horror in the Halls at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Yeah, guys. And once we hit a thousand followers on Instagram, if you're a listener, jump on there because we're going to do another giveaway. I haven't decided what I'm going to give away yet, but um, it'll be something fun. So we're at 996. Oh, dang. We're we're getting closer. I know, right? We're right there. So jump on, follow us. Give us a like, um, response. If you disagree or, or love it or think it's funny, let us know. Because I love that kind of stuff. I want to want to engage with our listeners. I think it'd be fun. And yeah, guys. So check it out. We'll be back next week with another fun camp-related film. I'm excited about the next one. The next two, really, I'm kind of pumped about. We're going to go from like the lowest of the low to a really good one, I hope. So hopefully we get a good score next time. Right. Yeah. Check us out, guys. Jump follow us on Patreon. Um, all of our socials, jump on there. Like I said, you could win the giveaway. It'll probably be I really haven't decided, but I have some cool stuff I may throw together. Just a fun little thank you for a thousand thousand follows. So jump on, check us out, let us know what you think. And uh yeah, guys. Sounds like that that's gonna be the bell. We're gonna get out of here. We'll see you next time. Bye.